listening to the Fitness Matters Podcast with Paula B. And this is episode number 59, Planning for Success. Hello, hello, my friends. And yes, that was Blossom jingling in the other room. I just came back into the podcast recording closet. And sweet Blossom, she just always wants to know where I am. So she came trotting in after me and was jingling as I was recording that intro. But I'm not going to record another intro because it was perfect. It was perfect perfect, exactly the way it was, exactly how I planned it for success. How was that for a segue? (laughs) I actually had something else planned out, but you know what? This is so, this is actually super, super apropos of this episode. You guys, welcome to the Fitness Matters podcast, where every week we talk about the fitness matters that matter to you. And I happen to know here at the beginning of the year that this sort of a thing, planning for success, might be on your mind. Welcome to 2021, even though I totally should have said that last week. You guys, you know how, I mean, maybe you don't know. I'm going to tell you. I don't record these like the day that I I give them out to you. I record them, uh, generally speaking, about a week in advance, more or less-ish. So last week when I should have wished you a happy 2021... I was still kind of in Christmas mode because, I mean, which we even talked about. I talked about how my closet was empty again, and I was super excited about that. So, so now, now it actually is the new year, and so I'm thinking about it. So, happy new year. You guys, how's it going? How was your first week-ish, actually almost week and a half by the time you hear this, how has your first week and a half been? Did you set resolutions like we talked about for the last two weeks, and have you gotten started on a plan for how you're going to get your goals this year? This is this is something that I advocate. I know that, I mean, if you are even remotely a long-term listener, you have, I mean, really, really, oh my gosh, I think if you know me at all, I, I think if you have ever watched almost any of my videos or listened to almost any of my podcasts, I really feel like this is a message that I put out very frequently about planning ahead. It really, it is, it is hands down the secret sauce, which isn't even secret, to to any kind of success. When you have some sort of a plan, you have a direction. It's like a map. You know, you know where you want to go and you you at least have some rudimentary idea of what the roads might look like on your way there. It is the thing that can really help you get your goals. And today, today I wanted to talk to you about exactly how to plan for success. And today is remarkably practical. You know me, we're going to talk about mindset stuff too, but it's it's, it's really a very practical, here's how you plan for success. Step one, you plan for success. <laughs> Isn't that the worst? Okay, here's the thing. I was thinking about this like when I was when I was taking some notes. I didn't take a lot of notes for today, but I was thinking about how, how terrible it is of me to be like, okay, we're going to talk about how to plan for success and step one is to plan for success. But here's the thing. I feel, I feel like you have a pretty good idea of how to plan for success. Like, honestly, you, if, I mean, particularly if you are looking to lose weight. I've already given you everything you need to know. If you don't know what that is, I'm going to point you in the direction of a video that I just recently put out and a an ebook that I have that is all about how, ev- literally everything you could possibly need to know about how to lose weight at 50 and beyond. I'm going to point you in the direction of the video that I put out, which was, I think, titled everything you need to know about losing weight at 50 and beyond. And I'm going to point you in the direction of my very free ebook, which is the 5-0 method, you know, weight loss for women over 50. 
Both of those really, really lay out all the practical steps. It's everything that you're going to do. And it really even talks in that book about planning ahead, like thinking about what you're going to do tomorrow, thinking about the things that you do regularly, thinking about when am I going to exercise and what am I going to eat and and how am I going to fit this into my day. I feel like planning for success is remarkably obvious if you let yourself think about it. This is, that could actually be its own podcast, and I do apologize because it's not this one, <laughs> because, because planning ahead is truly a mindset, and it's something that I struggled with for years and years and years and years, and now that I'm thinking about this, I am actually going to put that on my list of, of podcast topics to simply teach yourself how to plan Today, today we're kind of skipping over that part because we're going to talk about the other thing that you need to do when you are planning for success. Step two, my friends, is planning for failure. Weird, right? I know this is not the thing that you might have expected me to say. In fact, I know I already told you that the day was going to be super practical. You probably thought that I was going to tell you to sit down with your calendar and your notes and your pen and paper and really think about tomorrow. And and you know what? We can talk about that briefly right now. Thinking about tomorrow is how you plan for success. When you know when you're going to work out tomorrow, it's going to happen. When you know what you're going to eat tomorrow, it's going to happen. Except, and here's where we do step two, when it doesn't. Sometimes... Even though we have thought ahead, even though we have planned ahead, even though we really feel like we have these decisions made, it's already a done deal, sometimes, sometimes life happens. In fact, I hear that phrase, life happens, on the daily from you guys in the comments and on Facebook and really my accountability group. I hear it a lot. Life happened and I didn't get done what I had planned. And here's what happens when life happens. We think that when we didn't execute the plan that we had, our plan for success, that we have failed. And unfortunately, that thought that we have failed can actually promote more failure. Let's follow this through because as you know, maybe you don't know, but I'm going to tell you as you now know because I'm telling you, your thoughts create your feelings. Your feelings drive your actions and then your actions are what gets you your results. I have an entire podcast about this. I don't remember the episode number, but it's called How to Change. And I really go into this in like significant detail. I'm going to assume that you have listened to that and that you've already kind of bought in to this chain of events. When you think I failed. I personally, that thought for me really creates a feeling of disappointment. Disappointment is not an easy thing to feel. Let me tell you what happens when I feel disappointment, particularly about something that I was enthusiastic about, something that I felt motivated to do, something that I really know is going to get me towards my goal. When I feel disappointed, it makes me not actually want to do those things again. Feeling like you have failed can create more failure, meaning more of that feeling that you have failed. Because when you fail, when you think you have failed, and you feel disappointed, that is what we would call a negative emotion. And I know that that sounds really obvious, but I'm, I'm putting it out there like this for a reason. When we 
think that something is negative. It makes it really easy to understand why, why we avoid it. We, as a human species, we are geared, like hardwired. The thing that your brain does is it seeks pleasure and it avoids pain. That thought, I've failed, creates a painful feeling for you, that painful feeling of disappointment. And you have associated that disappointment with the tasks that you were going to do on your way to losing weight. That feeling of disappointment becomes associated with maybe tracking your calories or maybe drinking water or maybe your nighttime routine so that you can get enough sleep. Maybe your exercise routine so that you can exercise moderately every day. Whatever you have associated that negative feeling with, you are not going to want to do that is, that is basic human nature that we then start avoiding that painful feeling. So you create for yourself this situation where it's even harder to do those tasks that you had planned for success because they've become associated with something negative, that feeling of disappointment, that feeling that you, or the thought rather, that you have failed. So when we plan ahead for this failure, and this was heavy use of air quotes because here's the thing, failure is an opinion. Failure is a thought that you have about how something went. The fact is, the real fact is that you ate X number of calories. That is, that is just what it is. You ate X number of calories. Whether or not it was over or under your target, that is also factual because you had a target and it was either over or under. But your thought, I failed at eating the right number of calories. Your thought about failure is what creates the negative feeling of disappointment. The calories themselves, they just, they're just calories. They just are. That, that has nothing to do with, with your feelings. That is an actual fact. Calories exist. We eat them. We need them. You had X number of them. And here's why this is important to parse out that failure is a thought, an opinion. Because it means that if you eat X number of calories and it is over or under your target calories, you can actually think anything you want about that. You can think that you did a great job. You can think that this was no big deal. You can think that you are on your way to success no matter what. You can think anything at all about the number of calories that you eat. You can think anything at all about your nighttime routine and how it went and whether or not it went exactly as you had planned on it going. You can think anything you want at all about any of the tasks that you are doing on the daily to get where you want to go with your goal. And this is why step number two is so important. When you plan for failure, it means that you will have something already in your mind that you can think about what's going on. When life happens, you can plan 
your way through it. So let's say, let's say for example, that you're going back to work tomorrow on Monday and you have planned your your lunch. You have brought it with you to work. You're good to go. You've got your calories. You've already got them pre-tracked. No big deal. And then your boss says, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm having a rough day. Let's go out to lunch or let me order in pizza. Let me, let me do whatever. Something, something that's supposed to be a treat for everybody. Well, you, my friend, might not view that as a treat for everybody because then all of a sudden you're off track. You want to eat whatever the treat is because, of course, you want to belong. You want to be part of the group and it looks good. It smells good. You'd like to have it. But then when you do, there's that thought. I failed. I brought my lunch and I didn't eat it and I failed. I failed at my diet the first day back to work. It's a very common thought. (laughs) I've had it myself before many times. And here's what I want to tell you about planning ahead for failure. When you are planning and packing your lunch and thinking, okay, I've pre-tracked, I've got all my calories, we're good to go. Generally speaking, that really truly is a direct path to success. Honestly, once you have made a decision, your brain really doesn't like to make more decisions. Most of the time, you're actually going to feel pretty good. Like, you know what? I've already tracked this and I've already packed this lunch. If I don't eat it right now, then, you know, I'm going to have to bring it again tomorrow. And I'm good here. Let me just go ahead and stay on track. This is easy peasy. In fact, I think, I feel like I told this story before. I don't know if I did, <laughs> but but this planning ahead thing is the reason why I'm married. This is my favorite story about my husband. My husband and I had been dating for only a couple of months. I mean, really not very long at all. And really, as soon as we started dating, he was in the military or he was in ROTC. But so he spent the whole summer, we were in college and he spent the whole summer away from me. But I had already, I had met his parents and we had been dating, you know, long distance for those couple of months. And, but when we got back to to school and back together and everything, we just, we had that weird kind of period of readjustment. And, and I think it's a, I think it's something that's really common in almost any dating scenario. You've been together for a couple of minutes and it's like, well, where are we going exactly? Like what, what is really going on? And so my husband and I, I mean, obviously he became my husband, so this wasn't a big deal, but, but so we had this weird moment in our relationship where it wasn't really clear if we were moving forward or not. And there was like a week where I wasn't sure if we were breaking up or what was going on. And he came over to my apartment one night and, and he was like totally normal. Like everything was absolutely fine. And I was still unsure, like what's going on here? And so I asked him, because I am very blunt and direct like this, I'm like, what's going on here? Are we together? Are we not together? And he said to me, yeah, we might as well stay together because you've already met my parents. (laughs) And we were engaged just a few months later. (laughs) And I know that that might not sound like like love and devotion and romantic and all those things. It really, really is just my relationship with my husband though. And it makes me laugh all the time because it's why we've stayed married all these years too. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, we're already married. It's good. <laughs> we're actually really happily married, <laughs> but, but it's just funny to think about it like that. Like it's a very practical solution for both of us. I really don't want to start all over again. You've already met my parents. Let's, let's just stay here. <laughs> 
And obviously, if we weren't happy, that wouldn't be a funny story. I, I do feel like I need to give that caveat. That's a that could be a whole podcast in and of itself. You don't have to stay someplace if you're not happy. But thankfully, I am. Planning ahead usually works. Anyways, anyways. If you find yourself in that situation, though, where you have planned ahead and then life happens and then you don't know what to do and you feel like you're in a conundrum or you just dive into, you know, whatever the boss has brought in, it can feel like a failure. So here's what I want you to do when you are planning for tomorrow, when you are packing your lunch, when you are pre-tracking all of your calories and you already feel like, you know what, I totally know what's going to happen. Spend about five to ten minutes thinking about what else could happen. What else could happen? For example, your boss could bring in food. Somebody could bring in donuts. There could be, you know, candy everywhere on everybody's desk, which is one of the reasons I'm grateful that I don't work in an office anymore. I I remember, I remember how tempting all of that was. When you think Not just, okay, but I'm not going to eat that. I'm just going to stay in my lane. When you're only planning for success, you have closed your brain to thinking about what could happen if that's not the way it goes. And this is what I really want you to think about. What if there's donuts in the morning and you have three of them? What if your boss orders in lunch and you have way more than you expected? Or even, or even a normal amount. It doesn't even matter. What if you then don't know how many calories are in what you have just eaten? What if you planned to go for a walk during your lunch hour and then all of a sudden there's a meeting? What if you planned to get your workout in either first thing in the morning or later in the evening and your kid needed you for something or your grandchild or your husband or whoever needed you for something and it didn't happen? Plan what you will do Instead, if you eat three donuts, and I do not like say this as like, oh, of course you should eat three donuts and then not have your lunch. But here's the thing. If you eat three donuts, look it up. Google it. How many calories were in those three donuts? Generally speaking, donuts are what? Like 200 calories a piece? I'm actually totally guessing off the top of my head. It'll really depend on the donut. It'll depend on how big they are. All kinds of things. A couple hundred calories. So you had three of them. So you're looking at what, like somewhere between six and 900 calories? Yeah, that is a big chunk of your day. It really is. It means that there's some other meal that's gonna get like really sliced in half there, but you could legitimately still stay to your calorie target for the day. You're not gonna feel good. You're probably, you're probably gonna feel kind of sick to your stomach if you actually had three donuts. And you're probably gonna be pretty hungry because donuts are gonna go through you quickly. But here's the thing. You can still be successful because you've already thought ahead about what you might do in this scenario. What will you do if you eat three donuts? What will you do if your kid or somebody needs you during your exercise time? What will you do if all of a sudden the toilet floods when you're trying to get to bed and now you've got to clean this up? What will you do in the worst or weirdest case scenario? Spend time thinking about that. Like, like right now, we're, we're, I'll pause the podcast. <laughs> Spend time thinking about what you will do when something goes awry. Picture the weirdest, craziest, most nonsensical, probably never going to happen in a million years scenarios and really run through them. What would I do if this happened? What would I do 
if that happened, what would I do if the worst thing came about? And here's why this is so important. When you spend time on this failure before it happens, it gives your brain the opportunity to really think about how you might think on your feet, about how you might be able to maneuver around some somewhat likely scenarios and some unlikely scenarios. It gives your brain the opportunity to notice that there is more than one way to succeed. When you have already thought about it beforehand, oh, well, this is how I'm going to handle this. And then when you, I'm going to getting ahead of myself here, but I'm going to tell you that step three, when you have planned, well, it's actually kind of step two, A or B, when you have planned for the failure, decide ahead of time how you're going to talk to yourself. Decide ahead of time that no matter what happens, because you have planned, because you have a scenario, because you have something in your bag of tricks ready to go, that everything you do is a success. And really mean that. Don't just tell yourself, oh, I'm not going to feel guilty. Oh, I'm not going to feel bad. No, I'm going to brush it aside. Those, I'm not going to feel guilty and I'm just going to brush it aside. I'm just going to move forward thoughts aren't the same thing as actually telling yourself that I had a really successful day today and believing it. When you plan for failure, it means that you can handle anything. You are ready no matter what to be successful and to think of yourself as a success. Part of planning ahead, like the biggest part of planning ahead, is knowing that at the end of whatever it is that you have planned for, that you're going to feel really good about yourself. That is, that is the secret sauce to being able to move forward to success when you have planned for something and then it goes well and then you're like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. Oh, you know what? That's a pleasurable feeling that you have just associated with whatever your tasks are. Do you remember how your brain treats pleasure? Your brain is always seeking pleasure and avoiding pain. When you plan for failure, and again and again, we're using big, nice, heavy air quotes on this one. When you plan to fail and you already know what you're going to do in the case of all these different kinds of failures, and you already know what you're going to say to yourself afterwards because you actually executed your plan for failure to perfection, which therefore means it wasn't a failure at all. It was a huge success. You have then guaranteed that you will never fail because there is no failure. There is no failure if you don't think that you have failed. Your thought is the only place that failure exists. When you decide ahead of time that no matter what happens, if the craziest thing comes about that you are successful, then my friends, you are. I know that's kind of amazing, right? You were planning for success and then you planned for failure, but even your failure is a success? What? My friends, this is how you plan for success. You just plan. (laughs) 
<laughs> just plan anything and everything and it will be a success. I'm going to let you like ruminate on that one. I know it's a little bit mind blowing and so I'm going to let it just lie right here. But I'm of course going to ask you, what are you planning for your success? Is it a failure <laughs> that you're going to make a success? I love it. You know I want to hear. My friends, thank you so, so much for listening. I'll talk to you next week. So are you totally loving this mindset work and you really want to do it like, you know, every day in order to get your goal? Then my friend, you need to join the Get Your Goal group. It is my personal and private, very interactive coaching and accountability group where every day we talk about your mindset and we get your goal. You can learn all about it at paulabfitness.com slash get dash your dash goal. I'll see you in the goal group.